Welcome to episode number one of Gainesville Relaxed Fit. This is a podcast about Gainesville, Florida, when you're just chilling, looking for something to do. And it's brought to you by Don the Window Cleaner. Don the Window Cleaner does residential window cleaning, first, second, and third story work. Don likes to use extension poles, doesn't like to get up on your high places. He likes to do things as safely as possible. And this time of year, in particular, he does a lot of power washing. Power washing your pool screen, pool deck, driveway, cleaning that green stuff off your house. You may not have to paint at all. It might be that you just have to have it clean. So contact Don the Window Cleaner. You can go to his website at dontwc.com or you can call and this is a a local Google number. Okay, it's 904-701-3379. So uh, what is there to do in Gainesville? I've lived in this town uh, mostly for about 38 years where I've done business here. And I moved away for a few years to Homosassa, and now I am back. And I'm back in the window cleaning business. Yes, I am Don the Window Cleaner. And when I came back, originally I was just working part-time, but now I'm uh, working full-time again. And, you know, we've raised our kids, and we've started doing something we never really had time to do before. When you're raising a family, sometimes you're just so busy, you're keeping up the house, keeping up with what the kids are doing. What do you have to do? What do you really have to do with your time? So, you know, recently we just said, you know, let's just roam around, see what there is to do. And, you know, we're not sports fans, so we're, you know, we're not constantly hanging on what the Gator schedule is. Um, but uh, last Sunday, my wife got this idea. It was after church, and she says, let's just go for a drive. I said, okay, where do you want to go? She said, I don't know. You pick the direction. So I got us off down toward Archer Road. And we decided to just wander around Celebration Point. That's something new since we moved back to town. And we rode around and we saw that there were a lot of businesses still weren't really installed yet. There's a theater there. Looks like it's going to be pretty nice. And we wandered around a little more uh, to Butler Plaza North. And that wasn't there before. And now there's a Bass Pro Shop. So we decided to go to the the Bass Pro Shop. We'd never been there before. Now, I don't hunt, I don't fish, I don't hike, but we just thought it would be interesting, and was it ever. I've got to recommend the Bass Pro Shop as a great um, attraction. doesn't cost you anything to walk in and just walk around, and it's kind of fun. It's sort of surreal, very artistic, I think. Um, There is a large aquarium there, freshwater aquarium, some pretty big fish. Uh, That was cool. And of course, uh, there were lots of uh, trophies. When I say trophies, we're talking about the the heads of various deer all mounted on the wall. When you look around and start looking up high, you see that they have really turned their whole store into this enormous shadow box, (laughs) if you will, full of stuffed deer, stuffed buffalo, stuffed 
raccoons, I mean, all kinds of things. There are ducks flying through the air. There are, uh, you know, it's just kind of amazing just to walk around and look up and see these kind of, these dioramas, I guess you might call, call them. They're all around the store. Uh, I had posted a picture of it and a friend of mine was just horrified at all these poor dead animals. And I don't know what was the fate of these animals. I don't know if people ate them or what. But it doesn't bother me at all. I just thought it was all cool. And, you know, if you're if you're a vegan, I suppose you'd be, you know, probably having some kind of minor fit or something to be around so much death of animals. But... Uh, this is a good time to to think about something else. You know, this is a culture. You know, this place is kind of like a redneck museum. Uh, but, you know, I'm from upstate New York, and upstate New York is the home of the northern rednecks. I didn't hunt. I, I fished a little when I was a kid, but I was most, mostly kind of a bookish nerd. So when I came down here, I was usually the only man in town that wasn't out hunting deer first day of deer season uh, we used to live in trenton florida you know little redneck town i will don't mind calling these places redneck towns that's exactly what they are and i had walked into a grocery store one day and all these women stopped just stared at me and right away i looked to see you know it's my fly down or something <laughs> and they said what are you doing here and i said what and they said you're a man and you're not in the woods <laughs> so anyhow that's you know, this is not how I usually roll, but, you know, when you go to a museum, you're usually investigating other cultures. You don't have to be an Arapaho Indian to go to a museum where they have displays of, you know, an Arapaho Indian encampment. It's just interesting, right? So I'm not a redneck, but I do enjoy seeing all the cool things that outdoorsmen like to play with. Um, I thought there was some pretty good prices on the hiking shoes I really liked those shoes I said man these look comfortable and I need stuff that's really sturdy and I work outdoors I said these are good prices so you know we just sort of wandered around and around in there for a while and I, I really recommend going to see it learn something about your neighbors that are not like you see what are they into and it was fun and there was even uh, like a, an above-ground pond built outside so that you could try out kayaks and uh, learn how to paddle a kayak and there were kids out there paddling around in kayaks and you know it's really fun it's a very family friendly sort of place so bring your kids there see if they want to paddle around in a kayak what could it hurt well after we got done uh tooling around there we were a little hungry and said well where do you want to go and we decided to go to Bahama Breeze. And we went in there, and Bahama Breeze is not a cheap place to go eat, so um, not the kind of place we went to when we were raising the kids. So since it's just Cindy and I now, we went in, and you know, I got some uh, coconut shrimp tacos, and she got a salmon salad, some kind of salad with salmon on it. And um, she got a, I got sweet tea with lime, she got a, uh, what was it you know, like a bottomless frou-frou drink some some rum drink 
she had three which meant i had to drive afterwards so we <laughs> but we had a fun time there uh you can count on dropping a 50 dollars bill there for lunch including uh tip if you're any kind of a decent tipper at all but it was really nice uh, the only thing i regretted was that I, I really i saw the menu they had some kind of goat dish and i said i want that but the goat got away so they didn't have any goat and it's probably hard to come by if it's on the menu i think you should have it but they did they were out of goat so it must be something that when people see it they want to try it and i've never had goat so if you ever want to have goat you might want to call ahead and find out if the goat is in town uh, next thing I want to talk about is, uh, you know, I, I go roaming around on social media a little bit, Gainesville word of mouth, and usually there's people complaining about one thing or another. But I did see something that I did take an interest in. I saw, and, I'm, and so I'm, I'm asking you questions. Maybe you want to kick in your two cents. Drop me an email. And that was about AT&T Fiber. Now, we had recently looked into getting AT&T internet here, but it turned out it was not real internet. It was just DSL. And I was really ticked off about that. I said, why does your card say high speed? This is not high speed. DSL is not high speed. And the guy on the phone was like, yeah, we know. <laughs> but he's not in marketing. Uh, he's just taking my order. So I didn't get it. We still have Cox here right now, and it's okay. Um, it's it's mostly reliable. But this AT&T fiber, you know, people were just raving about it, and I saw this introductory rate of $40 a month. I said, whoa, what is this, you know? <laughs> uh, but I want to know, is it real? And supposedly I can find out by zip code, but when I went to the website, they didn't have that. I'm, or at least I couldn't find it on my phone. So I was kind of disappointed about that, but uh, uh, getting a little bit better internet is always a good thing. We uh, share a house with my sister-in-law. She's got uh, her computer and internet, and she has a television that she runs uh, her internet through because we don't have cable. We do the same thing. Cindy and I have a big screen TV in another room that we run our, you know, we use the internet on that. So internet's just going crazy uh, while we're there. Uh, we also have an uh, HD antenna. I don't know if you know anything about those. Uh, the HD antennas, and I think those are really fun. You get free broadcast um, from the in the HD spectrum. Some of you don't know about it. But if you have a relatively recent vintage television, uh, you can hook this thing up to it. And it the antenna it looks like a piece of whiteboard about the size of a clipboard. You can hang it on the wall or lean it up <laughs> you know, on the floor up against the wall or lay it on top of a piece of furniture, whatever you want to do. Uh, it's an indoor antenna and most of the channels come in really good. And you, what you do is after you hook the thing up, you go to your remote, go through the menu for, uh, you know, for your channel setup for your antenna and it will do the setup itself. Don't try to use this antenna without doing the setup. I made that mistake. We had bought it years ago and we ended up junking it. And that's because we didn't understand it. We didn't know how it worked. Didn't know you were supposed to run through a, a setup program on your television. Well, 
we still have that same television that I failed to do it on. And uh, this time around, I did it. And we ran the setup, and it found me a bunch of channels. And son of a gun, it really is very good. The picture quality is excellent. Once in a while, the signal is weak, and it gets kind of pixelated. Or you'll get sound only. But it's not for long. It, you know, it's less annoying than bad internet. <laughs> so that works. Uh, next thing uh, pertaining to Gainesville I'd like to talk about is... Uh, the straw ban. Now, if you're the typical person here in Gainesville, you don't pay attention to what your city commission does at all. They, they could be deciding that they're going to barbecue your pets and you would never know it because they don't pay attention. Um, <laughs> that's not what's going to happen though. Not in this town. Maybe another town. <laughs> but most city governments, uh, you know, what they're doing is hidden in plain sight and they are going to be bland, uh, banning uh, plastic straws, I guess, here in this town. And that got me thinking about it. And I thought, well, what am I going to do as alternative? Well, for the most part, I prefer my drinks off the rim. I drink it right out of the cup. I don't really like straws, but sometimes I'm glad I have a straw because it is convenient. And if they get rid of that, what do they do? And so I decided to look up alternatives to plastic straws, and I saw there are quite a few alternatives. It was very interesting. Um, the most interesting was the reusable bamboo straws. They look very much like some kind of aboriginal weapon, you know, something that you would, you know, like have a blowgun or something. <laughs> You'd put some kind of dart in it and you could shoot it at somebody. And I'm sure these will come in into use in school uh, by bored kids. But nonetheless, the uh, bamboo straws, are, I guess you can wash them, you can reuse them over and over. They cost about a dollar a piece. You, buy, you can buy them online by the dozen. And then there are uh, pasta straws, straws made out of pasta. Not that reusable because they, they get noodly, you know? After a while, they soften up, but Apparently, you can't taste whatever you're drinking. If it's if it's just over lunch, you can use those and you can toss them, and, and they're highly biodegradable. And there are also some sort of hay straws. It looks like a, I mean, a piece of real straw. You know, it's like grows in the field. And they cut these things up and use those straws. I don't know what your drink tastes like in that, but they are thin. So at least you're not going to get ice caught up in them but you probably can't suck a milkshake through it. At least that's my take on it. But I, uh, although I am not what I would call myself an environmentalist, I, I really do think um, reducing the use of plastic is a great idea. It is bad. Uh, I remember when we went from paper to plastic, I thought that was a bad idea right off the bat because paper is biodegradable. Paper is a renewable resource. You you know, you cut down trees, you grow more trees. But people were wanting to save the trees. And this is one of those ill-conceived ideas. You think you're saving trees and then you're killing turtles. Um, so you're not, you know, the, the trees don't care. The turtles care, but the trees don't care. <laughs> and I really hope that we'll think these things through a little more than we do or than we have.
what is the downside to banning these straws? I don't really see much downside. I know they're cheap, but you know, I'm, I don't like burying plastic in a landfill or dumping it in the ocean or any of that stuff. Um, when I go to buy an SD card for my computer or for my phone, the fact that there's like five to ten times as much plastic in the packaging as there is in the card is quite annoying. Uh, I, I see that as just incredibly wasteful. And surely we can do better than this. This is ridiculous. So anything we can do to prevent that, anything we can do to keep from having um, you know, more plastic go in the landfill, that's great. And it is no hardship for us to drink out of, whether it's pasta straws or just drink out of the, off the rim of the cup. Um, although I think the bamboo straws really are kind of cool, I have to admit. Um, I'd feel like I was on Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I think they use those. I actually do. I can I can just see the uh, uh, Thurston Howell the third and his wife uh, drinking their martinis on the coconut shells with a bamboo straw. Um, yeah, I think that they did that. <laughs> or maybe it's a Robinson Crusoe kind of thing. So uh, that is. Um, all for episode one i would like you to continue to tune in and by all means send me some ideas things that you want to talk about i've got stuff to talk about places to eat things to do for next week because you know cindy and i get bored on sunday afternoon and we decide let's go look at something um let's go see what's going on if you know something that's going on get in touch with me by all means you can send me an email send it to don at DonTWC.com and DonTWC stands for Don the Window Cleaner. There. I like things that are nice and short. Shouldn't have a long, long email address or long uh, website name. And DonTWC, I've called myself that since like 1994, I think, uh, when I first got on the internet. So, uh, you know, this is Don and we're only into about 18 minutes here. And by all means, if you are one of those people who has to close your curtains because you can't bear to look outside through your dirty windows, reconsider that. This is a quality of life issue. You don't look outside because your windows are dirty? Let me help you out. I'll be more than happy to come and clean them and make it so you can leave the curtains open. You can sit in air conditioning and enjoy the view outside. There, it, this is a quality of life issue. Um, power wash things that are moldy. You know, I've got, I've had customers who have slipped and fallen and hurt themselves on their moldy driveway because that stuff gets slippery when it's wet. Um, it, it really is a hazard. And so whatever you can, you can do to get rid of mold around your house, you should be for it. Who wants to have that? So, remember to give me a call at 904-701-3379. When I clean pavement, the way that uh, I price it, if you have a narrow driveway, which is the typical driveway, I pace it off. I just, I step out and I count the steps. I don't go heel to toe. I take regular paces. 
and I can charge $2 a piece. There. Windows inside and out, $6 a piece. Boom. Inside and out, that's right. And then you can enjoy the great outdoors. So, this is Gainesville Relaxed Fit with Don Marsh. See you next time.